The entire scene is probably never, the, mo- never, it's, it's, never, it's, the never. Most, it's the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in my life. I love it. The best part is definitely when he has the shirt and he's like shimmying it back and forth while he's moving backwards. This this scene has been parodied so much. I don't even think I got all the parodies, but I want to go through the list of them. Have you seen the movie Hot Rod with Andy Samp? Yeah. He goes on his little scooter that he has, yeah. his hot rod, into the middle of the forest, and he goes through the entire thing. That's amazing. In this version of it, he gets on like that, uh, the like the, the horse thing for gymnastics with like the two grips. Yeah. And there's one in the middle of the woods, and he starts <laughs> doing that. Um, the Family Guy parody, when he's driving and he does a flashback, whenever I get angry, I do some footloose dancing. <laughs> he recreates almost the whole scene. And then while he's recreating the scene, it does a flashback. To, to, no, just like it does in the movie. It's Ariel. Uh, Bob's Burger, Jimmy in the Warehouse. Makes me feel like I'm dancing. Pent up feelings. Footloose. Don't tell me not to dance, Dad. <laughs> American Dad. There's a whole episode where he Roger gets, gets the fake nose. Yeah, oh, Kevin Bacon's nose. I'm so happy yeah. you've seen it. Robot Chicken. They do a Charlie Brown uh, episode where Ren McCormick shows up to Charlie Brown's school and then Snoopy does the angry dance. Oh my God. I missed one. What? I missed one of the best ones. What? Rick and Morty. Raising Gazorpazorp. He does the oh, yeah, whole you're right. thing. Oh, yeah. Throws the beer at the ground. Yeah, Morty's son. And they make up a song. Yeah. But yeah, that's another one. Can't Sweet. Forget that. Welcome to Buzz in the Tower, a podcast dedicated to the movies of the 1980s. Prepare to be stuffed in our DeLorean and taken on a trip through the best decade of film ever. Hey, Mo, we better back up. We don't have enough road to get up to 88. Roads? Where we're going, we don't need roads. So if you love Caddyshack, The Goonies, Aliens, Weird Science, Spies Like Us, The Great Outdoors, Empire Strikes Back, The Great Muppet Caper, Pretty in Pink, Predator, Rocky IV, Roadhouse, Say Anything, Real Genius, Short Circuit, Some Kind of Wonderful, Beverly Hills Cop, Akira, Tango and Cash, The Breakfast Club, and They Live, just to name a few, then sit back, relax, and get ready to be entertained. Because we came here to chew bubblegum and podcast about 80s movies, and we're all out of bubblegum. If you haven't already, subscribe to Buzz in the Tower on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever your favorite podcast platform is. And while you're there, leave a review and a five-star rating. It's a moral imperative! You can also find us on TikTok, Instagram, and all social media platforms by searching the tag at Buzz in the Tower. That's B-U-Z-Z-N, The Tower. Also, check out our website, buzzinthetower.com, and grab some officially licensed gear. It's so choice. If you have the means, I highly recommend picking some up. Now, if you want to get nuts, let's get nuts. Head on over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash buzzinthetower. With memberships as low as $3 a month, you can have access to tons of extra content, and a portion of all proceeds go directly to Save Ferris. Dakashane, darling, Dakashane. Buzz in the Tower is brought to you by Sonic Loans. You can find them at sonicloans.com. Max, if I need a loan because my dance has taken me over. No, you got to dance for the loan. That's I got, how I pay you. I got a fever, <laughs> and the only cure is more dance. 
Their rates are the best. Their people are the best. Reach out to Sonic Loans. You've got Charlie and his team making sure that when you go through the loan process, you're getting the absolute right rate. Whether it's a refi, whether it's a new home, you've got to make sure that you're working with the right people. It's too easy to get ripped off with closing fees, with PMI. That's Tractor why, races. Yeah, you, that's why you got to go to the right people. Tractor races. <laughs> <laughs> just like in Footloose, we're just middle America people trying to make the right decisions and protect our families. And dance. Sonic Loans is the first place that you got to go to make sure that takes place. Will they dance with us? They won't. No. Reach out to Charlie and his team today. <laughs> Tell them that Buzz in the Tower sent you and get the best customer service you've ever had. NMLS number 1955855. Not available in all states. Not a commitment to lend. Additional requirements apply. Visit sonicloans.com or call 313-488-4888 for more information. Buzz in the Tower is also brought to you by Bolton Legal Group. You can find them at boltonlegalgroup.com. For a free consultation, call 248-595-0001. The smarter route to have gone in Footloose would have just been to take it to the Supreme Court. Aside from being able to support you if you ever want to have a prom and the town that you live in prevents you from dancing, which is terrible, <laughs> Bolton Legal Group is the best law firm in the state of Michigan. They're going to take care of you. Bird law, real estate law. Contract law. Dance law. Dance law. Reach out to Bolton Legal Group today. Let them know what your problem is. Let them know what your concern is. They're going to help you. They're going to guide you through that awful situation that you're in. Get you good on the other side. Reach out today. Let them know that Buzz in the Tower sent you, and they will take care of you. A-plus customer service all the way around. Again, tell them the Buzz in the Tower sent you. Get ready to win your case and dance, because there's a time for dance. And frame priests. Yes. Today's episode, Footloose, Can't Stop the Music, Fast Forward, Urban Cowboy, Break Into Electric Boogaloo, Beat Street, Stayin' Alive, Fame, Flashdance, and Dirty Dancing. Nine dance movies from the 80s that almost had it all. What are they missing? Kevin frickin' Bacon. If Kenny Loggins' guitar made love to an American flag, their love child would be Footloose. Sprinkle in some John Lithgow and Diane Wiest, and you've got yourself a timeless classic. Ecclesiastes assures us that there is a time to every purpose under heaven, a time to laugh and a time to weep, a time to mourn, and there is a time to dance. And there's also a time to talk about Footloose on Buzz in the Tower. I'm Mo Shapiro, and joining me almost always, the Willard to my Wren, Max Sanders. And with that... I'm a warrior and an assassin. I do not dance. Really? Well, on my planet, there's a legend about people like you. It's called Footloose, and in it, a great hero named Kevin Bacon. He teaches an entire city full of people with sticks up their butts that dancing, well, it's the greatest thing there is. Max, welcome back to the show. Hello! After your long vacation. Can we rewind this? Because I was ready to do two in one day, and you're like, I can't do it. I got my family. I got my got my fire truck. I got my lions I got to talk about. I a, a quick shout out to Bruce. You thank, did a great job. Thank, thank you for joining us last week. Uh, it is painful to have you back. The worst part about Bruce being on the show was not his performance. That he had to leave? It was they had to leave. No, it was I knew that you were coming back. The worst part about having Bruce on the show is the messages I got from people that were like, hey, Bruce did a great job, but we really miss Max. And I was like, God, yeah, darn it. We, I even shared them with you. Well, you kind of act, I can't tell who's the alpha sometimes with you guys. You go back and forth and he kind of like jabs you where it looks like he's possibly the alpha. I'm always the beta. It's so. not, you always refer to alpha, alpha and beta. I'd like to think of it more like this. You're terrible and I'm phenomenal. No. Yeah. I think that's where we're at. That's not. 
Next, soften your edges. Yeah, let me let me for the people at home. Bully, you made fun of me twenty eight times. Did you count them? Well, so you hear <laughs> something really embarrassing? Yes, I do. So my trip to Arizona was wonderful. Like couldn't ask for anything better. Me, my dad, and my fiance. We went to Sedona in in Arizona and like went hiking and like stayed at this beautiful resort. So the last day of the vacation, it's around nine p.m. Is it mountain time? Is it Arizona? Mm, it's two hours. It's two hours from here. Yeah, Mount, you're in mountain. Okay, cool. So you're like, hey, I'm running late tonight, so you know I'm gonna give it to you around, uh, you know, nine, ten p.m. our time, your time. Is that cool? I'm like, totally. We were 45 minutes or an hour away from our hotel, and right when you told me, hey, it's done, you got to listen to it, because I listened to the episode looking for errors and all. I'm like, cool. So I'm gonna throw it on the car, and I, I told <laughs> Selena and my dad, I'm like, is it cool if I listen to this? And they're like, absolutely. So you know, it's an insult max fest, <laughs> and I'm fine with it. I knew that's how you show your love. They were like small mouth, stern faced, not happy at all. And I'm like, no, it's fine. Don't worry Do about it. Do they not listen to the show normally? I I don't know. But I mean. <laughs> Every week. I'm, yeah. I'm horrible to you. Yeah, yeah. But they were just like, well, what about this one? I'm like, it's fine. And the thing is, I wanted to turn it off. But if I turned it off, they'd just be sad. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't know what to do. So it was it was kind of like a. So, nine, so was, did they count the 27 or did you count the 27? I counted it. Yeah. And ah, that's amazing. <laughs> I was waiting for the like, we miss you, Max, or like, not the same without you. Nothing. <laughs> Zero. You didn't give me one. <laughs> the fact that that's how you listen to it makes me feel so much better about not doing that. That's Why? great. Oh. You don't deserve it. At okay. All. Uh, well, Max, uh, if your dad is listening <laughs> or Selena's missing, missening, listening, oh, you got me all flustered. I'm kind of nervous. Oh, you're a great guy. It's great to have you back. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, I just <laughs> brought up some puke. Gross. If this is your first time listening to Buzz in the Tower or if uh, your first time was last week and you think that we were a little too harsh on Max, <laughs> welcome to the show. That'd, on, be, that'd be funny. No one knows who I am. Right? Right. <laughs> like, where, where's Bruce? Uh, head on over to Apple Podcasts or Spotify or any podcast player. Amazon, yep. Overcast. You can follow us. You can subscribe to us and also leave us a five-star rating and a review. Helps the visibility of the show. Top 50 ranked That's in film order. reviews. I'd like to see that. Yeah. If you're looking for more content, head over to any social media platform. You can find us by checking our tag at Buzz in the Tower, B-U-Z-Z-N, The Tower. You can also go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash Buzz in the Tower, where you can give us money and help pay for the therapy that clearly I need to deal with Max. And I go to two therapists. Good for you. He's putting my kids through college. We rerun the same jokes. I make the same joke every week. How's the Simpsons run going? Totally last, lost my creativity. No, are you stinging on a... I don't think I can do this podcast anymore. <laughs> then just take the, take the headphones off your right dad, now. Your dad and fiance knocked the wind out of me. I don't feel appreciated anymore. I'm done. I appreciate you. Whatever. It's because you're pathetic. <laughs> I like what this is. I get to come once a week yes, and talk Yes, sir, movies. may I have another? Sure. It's unbelievable. Num, num, num. Scotty Pippen's here for a reason. I wish you were Scotty Pippen. So the uh, do you? He seems kind of like a jerk. Yeah, he does. You see his. You're uh, more of a Rodman. <laughs> you see his wife is dating like his his wife dated his son. I think that came out wrong. No, I think it's like a second or third wife. That's a little important clarification. Yeah, and now like he's dating his son's teammate too. I legit don't care. No, I'm trying to pretend like I care, but you know I don't care about basketball. Yeah, no. All right. Okay. All right. Well, it was Dan Campbell. Mm, don't talk about <laughs> don't talk about the chosen one like that. <laughs> so, additionally, 
If you'd like a sweatshirt or a t-shirt, it's almost t-shirt weather. Spring is coming around the corner when she comes. We just comes. had the most massive snowstorm. It's nice out today. It's sunny. There's snow everywhere. Buzzinthetower.com <laughs> and you can pick up officially licensed merchandise. That covers everything and takes us to our topic today, which is Footloose. We had talked about Footloose in another episode, God, over a year ago. And we were joking about how we don't know any of the words to the song Trees, Footloose. So we just make bees. things up. Yeah. God, you are. You're, the, the tone of uh, your voice uh. is, is painful for me to hear. <laughs> I didn't miss that at all. I'll tell you that right now. I'm like uh, Glenn from Letterkenny. I got yes. perfect pitch. Yeah, it's God. It's really bad. So, Max, with that all being said, I think we're going to talk about Footloose. Yes. Uh, the interesting thing about Footloose is that I don't know that I think it's that great of a movie. It surprise hits you with a few scenes. Dirty Dancing or Footloose, if you're talking 80s kind of uh, music films or dance films. Give me Footloose all day. No way. Dirty Dancing 100 times a week and twice on Sunday. What? Yeah. Okay. Dirty Dancing's a way better movie. I don't know, man. They had a better soundtrack. Kevin Bacon's I, I so cool it. in this. I said it. What? Yeah, I said it. Let's hear it for the boys. Hungry Holding eyes. out for the hero? Holding out for a hero? Hoda, hoda. Hoda, 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 hero. <laughs> Patrick Swayze is great, but he's not a great musician. Yeah, I mean, he sang songs on his actual movie. I know. I didn't like those songs. They're great songs. You know what? They're remaking Roadhouse. I know. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. Joan Hall looks ripped. He does look jacked in that video I saw. Can I tell you what I can I tell you what I think makes this movie? Can I let you know what? Damn it. <laughs> he's back. You know what makes this movie so magical? Tell me. Because it's partly a music video, but there's these scenes that hit hard. Like the lift. I mean, we'll talk about them you know, yeah, later. It's like the Rocky Four. Like Rocky Four is two thirds. What, what are the video. yeah? But what are the scenes that hit hard in Rocky Four? Are you kidding me? Apollo's death? No, that's a huge one. I mean, I Rocky's wearing sunglasses about, and giving a speech like he's at a car dealership. How about when Suck McSuck Adrian? Oh yeah, at the top. You of the can't stairs. win. Yeah, is I'm that a the, fighter? That's what I do. Is that the voice you hear in your head when you see your wife? Yes, I can't <laughs> win. Yeah, I don't have to hear it. She says it to me all the time. I'm like, I'm gonna go take the garbage out. She's like, you can't win. Why is she? Why is she? Nick. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Get up, you son of a. <laughs> Your wife loves you. <laughs> so Robert loves you. So now it's the like Jimmy Cricket. <laughs> so in your head, Adrian There's is your wife. There's a lot going on in my head. There's a lot. Are home. you right? No, I'm not okay at all. Not even a little bit. Uh, at the beginning of the movie, at the beginning of the movie, at the beginning of this episode, I played you some audio from Guardians of the Galaxy, and you have Star Lord explaining to Gamora what Footloose is. It's a pretty good explanation. The movie itself is about this young boy from Chicago whose father left him and his mother, and they moved to... We don't know the place. I thought it was Indiana. Yeah, I think so, I know it's based on a story in Oklahoma, but you refused to do any research for the show. (laughs) No, I did. You're on vacation still, and why don't you tell Selena and your dad to give me a call? (laughs) Lloyd and Selena, line two. Hey, you can be nice to Max while he's trying to look things up. I think you're a little hard on him, you know? It's not like he had two weeks to prepare for this episode, and he's out there. Did you get it yet? Utah. Oh, no, that's where it was filmed. (laughs) That's where it was filmed. I hate you so much. Uh, Let's see... Is loosely based on Oklahoma. It's not going to be the normal town. The internet's failing me. Uh, oh, takes place in a southern Texas town by the name of Beaumont. Okay. Beaumont, Woo. Texas. There yeah. you go. Makes sense with all the cowboy hats. Sure. Why not? I thought it was Indiana, but Beaumont, Texas sounds good. So the whole movie is this struggle. It's it's the teen angst, you know, us versus them, young versus old. Uh, Ren, played by Kevin Bacon, rolls into town with his single mom. They stay with her sister. 
And it's a very religious, very conservative town that had its foundation rattled to the ground five years earlier in a horrible car accident with a preacher's son. Yep. And the younger sister of that kid is still around and she's a preacher's daughter and preacher's daughters are preacher's daughters. They're wild. Papa don't preach. Yeah, they are wild. I'm in wild. trouble. So she's got daddy issues and she lost her brother. There's like a host of she's problems. She's been kissed a lot. She's, that's <laughs> that's, a, that's Chris, a great. I'm going to use Penn, that. Chris Penn says it best. She's been kissed a lot. <laughs> she's been kissed a lot. Yeah. <laughs> The evolution of this movie is fish out of water. He shows up to school wearing a tie. Which With his sting haircut. It's a nice tie, tie. I bet you'd like to tie me up with those ties, tie. I was born to love you. Do you know what movie I'm talking about yet? I mean, I know Caddyshack. Yeah. The ties are from Ty? Yeah. From, Don't you remember? No. She's like, I bet you have a lot of nice ties, Ty. Nice. But you'd like to tie me up with one. How do you not remember that? I don't know. God bless America. Too Get much, back in the mode. Too Get much back input. in there. Too much input. No such thing. Input. Input. <laughs> So he comes into this town. You seem still angry at me. I'm always angry at you. Yeah. You and my wife. That's what she just said the other day. She goes, are you always mad at me? I go, yes, I am. What's your secret, Mo? I'm always I'm angry. Always. <laughs> That's good. That's really good. Didn't somebody say they missed your laugh last week? It made me barf in my mouth when I read that. Can't wait to have you back, Max. I missed your laugh. That was Edwin. It's probably Lloyd in his, one of his ghost accounts. <laughs> Or Selena. My name is Alina, not related to Selena, and I think Max is so handsome. She thought about doing that. She did not. Yeah. She's like, I'm going to make a burner account. Shut up. I was like, no, don't do that. That's incredible. <laughs> she defends me. Right, what are you being defended about? I don't know. I need to have an uh, intervention with your family. <laughs> about what? About you and your support group for the abuse, apparently, <laughs> that's you're taking that, on that, the show. That they love and support me? Footloose. Unbelievable. <laughs> Caboose, take off your Sunday shoes. It's so rhymy. I wish they could see them holding a gun to the side of your head and saying, laugh, let them know you're happy. Do you know- uh, Wink once if you don't feel safe. Do you know Kenny Loggins and the other writer were on Painkillers when they wrote that song? Yeah. One of them had strep throat and the other had- A broken rib. A broken rib, yeah. Of all the facts I read, I was like, Max will have that one. It sounds like they were on Painkillers. I'm like, I'm feeling loosey-goosey. Murray. I'm going to pull yeah, Mr. Poopy, but I'm going to pull the uh, lyrics for yeah. Footloose up just so I can reference them. I want to hear what they are. Tonight I got to cut loose. Footloose. We're close. Kick yeah. off your Sunday shoes. Please. Louise. It's Louise. Louise got yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> pull me off of my knees. Why Jack. Is he, why is he on his knees? I don't know. Jack and Louise. This could very easily turn into a little Jack and Diane. Yeah. Sucking on chili dogs. You love that. It's inappropriate. <laughs> Been working so hard. I'm punching my card. <laughs> this this episode's gone off the rails. Eight hours for what? Oh, tell me what I got. That doesn't make any sense. I got this feeling. Uh-oh. That's time just holding me down. <laughs> this, this isn't playing well. No, I, like, I like our lyrics better. Do you know the part where it's like, oh, I still believe. That's Capello. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's definitely not in this. No. I thought that was kind of obvious. Okay. There he goes. <laughs> are we ready to talk more about Selena and Lloyd or are we ready to move on? <laughs> no, Footloose. <laughs> All right, Footloose. So anyways, in the movie, Ren falls in love with Ariel. Yeah. The um, Kiss the Lock Queen. Yeah. <laughs> the kiss the lock queen. And 
he takes on this position of like, look, this town, I got to save the town. He wants to save He wants the to town. really do something. He wants remember? to do something. His dad left. His dad left. And, he, and he's got to do something. That was his fault. So he tried to make all these changes and his dad left nonetheless. And he feels like if he doesn't do something, he's just going to disappear. Do you understand that speech? I was kind of no. confused. I don't. <laughs> like, it sounds profound. And I'm like. It's I don't know where you're going with this. So it sounds like what a really small child would do if they got in trouble around the same time is like losing their grandparent. Yeah. So like if they made a mess all over the floor and mom and dad were like, why'd you do that? And they're like, because I really miss grandpa because they're just <laughs> leveraging something emotional that happened to get out of trouble. That's, that's kind of what it felt like to me. But whatever. I liked it. It worked. So he fights City Hall, which is not really City Hall. It's like, it's like a seven dudes, seven dude panel. I think there's one lady on it. Yeah, but they're dudes. They're dudes. And uh, he quotes some stuff from the Bible and there's dancing and fighting and then they have a big prom and, and they're still dancing and fighting. And they gotta get a good loose. <laughs> yeah. Great end scene. Great end scene. So it's not a freeze frame, but it's close. You love a good freeze frame. Yeah, but it's like his face and then like they kind of move across and it just clips. Yeah. Want to talk facts? Yes. Let's talk facts, Max. Just the facts. So 1984, greatest movie year ever. Yep. Rated PG. Kind of wild. There's dudes' butts in this. No nudity. Just butt nudity. No frontal. Butts are nude, butt right? Is, butt doesn't count. Okay. And I guess there was an F-bomb. They took it out. Sure. But they say uh, the S-word. They do? Yeah, so... F-bombs are what would get you 13. S does not get you 13. And in our last episode, I think uh, I'd mentioned... Temple of Doom and Indiana Jones. No, first PG-13. No, sir. No, sir. Okay. Can you let me finish? No. Can't I finish? Sorry, sorry, Lloyd. I'm going to say sorry, Lloyd. Sorry, Celine. A hundred times today. A, hu- a thousand times. Okay. Because who are they? Who are they to tell me how I can treat you? I am angry. <laughs> You're red. I'm red. It's because I'm reading it. Yeah, do you want to take the hoodie off? No, I like it. Okay. It's red just like my cheeks are right now. Um, it is. There are only a handful of movies that have ever been given the PG designation with F-bombs in them. Big is one of them. Oh, well, what was the F-bomb in Big? Uh, I don't remember, but that's one of them. Yeah. Beetlejuice. Caddyshack 2. Wow. Those three movies. Why does Caddyshack 2 get the green light? Uh, the funs and oons. Who knows? But those three, uh, there might have been another, but those are three I can remember from last week's episode. Yeah. You probably weren't listening because you were in the car having a pity party for yourself with Lloyd and Selena. You, Suck it, Lloyd. <laughs> Do you know what a fun game is, by the way? Tell me. If you have Counting a, how many times your co-host is mean to you while you're on a family trip? No, no. If you have a PG Can you tell if this is bothering me? Am I laying it on too thick? Yeah, what am I supposed to do at this point? Nothing. It's out of the can. Ride it out. I, I was debating whether I should have told you this. You made the wrong move. <laughs> yeah, I did. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Any PG or G movie, yeah. take the one F-bomb you would think would make, make it PG-13 and see where you would put it to like have Ooh, the most impact. That's fun. Yeah. We'll never do that, but I like the idea. Yeah. I mean, it's not an episode. It's a no, thing. No, you'd make it do an episode. I would. You love F-bombs. I miss our creative episodes. No, I mean, these, are way, these are actually way better. I don't miss them. Yeah. I miss nothing about you. <laughs> are we talking about you or the episodes? Like, we had to watch like 15 movies. Per episode. It was a little rough. Yeah. It was a little rough. Max, as you mentioned, this was based on Elmore City, Oklahoma. Public dancing was forbidden. In 1979, seniors asked for the rule to be changed so they could have a prom. Dean Pitchford. You know that name? You should. I mean, from this, yeah. In general, do you know that name? Uh, I mean, the answer is yes. You know the name. Yeah. Yeah. After I did the research. Who's Dean Pitchford? He wrote this movie. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> he is also the lyricist uh, on Fame for songs like Red Light and the Fame song and I See the Body Electric. He read this article. He visited the town and he wrote the screenplay after 22 drafts. It seems like very him. You know, it he is. seems like a musical kind of he's a theater guy. Big time. I think yeah. he picked up an Oscar. If I'm not mistaken, no way. for fame, not for this, okay. for his work on fame with the songs. Um, so the producers of this movie originally wanted Tom Cruise, but he was doing all the right moves. This is a great story. Rob Lowe auditioned and blew out his ACL. 
Yeah. Do, do you know about this? So I know he auditioned three times. And yeah. like they wanted him, right? Yeah. And he blew out his ACL. Doing what? Dancing for yeah, this? Uh, doing something for this. No way. I didn't so know like that. years later, yeah. he has like PTSD when you bring up Footloose. Like I think he was with Kenny Loggins somewhere and they wanted him to do karaoke and sing the song and he like wouldn't do it because he has PTSD. That's because unreal. Of the, because of an audition. Yeah. Yeah. That would have changed his career, I think, probably. Right. Because uh, he's kind of TV and he's he's, he's a, big now. He had a huge resurgence. Like, yeah. He was like. Well, he's in a weird pocket because he's like beloved on like Parks and Recs and yeah. West Wing. And he's really funny for a handsome guy in Wayne's World. Like. Or Tommy Boy. Yeah, yeah. But like. He's great in Tommy but, Boy. Yeah. But he's not that A-list celebrity. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's just kind of known for being handsome. Yeah. I wouldn't but he's funny too. It's I, weird. I, he's by himself. He, I mean, St. Elmo's Fire. That, that for me is. Oh my God. Yeah. He's the best. Yeah. He, he's basically you. Uh, I wish. You wish. I know. Well, no. He had a wife. Yeah, no, it's good. It's good that yeah. you wish that. Well, I mean, how he looked. No, it's all right. It's cool. He's still playing rugby at college. Come on, guys. <laughs> it's like, dude, get a job. Christopher Atkins, who played the young gentleman in the Blue Lagoon with Brooke Shields. Yeah. He had this role, like, was given to him. And then he ran into the producer and the director while he was exceptionally high on narcotics and oh drunk. God. And they were like, see ya. And he had, like, a nervous breakdown as a result of it. And I think it led to him cleaning his act up. But is he was, in anything else? I don't think uh, so. Yeah. But yeah. He was... Uh, Unfortunate and, hair. And they wanted Kevin Costner, but they determined he was too old. He was 29 at the time. Yeah, way too old. Yep. Madonna auditioned for Ariel. That would have been good. I think she could have done a nice job. I'll give you some of the other ladies that were up for it as well. Michelle Pfeiffer, although I think the whole Grease 2, when did Grease 2 come out? In the 90s? No, it was 80s. Yeah, you're right. Because we always talk about how it's technically an 80s movie and it's It was one of our top five guilty pleasures. I don't know if it was a guilty pleasure or or worst movies. Yeah, worst movies. (laughs) Michelle Pfeiffer, Jamie Lee Lee Curtis, Rosanna Arquette, Meg Ryan would have been great in this. Jodie Foster, Brigitte Fonda, (laughs) Brigitte Nielsen, (laughs) Bridget Fonda, uh, Daryl Hannah. Got offered the role. She would have been great, but she took a different role. She did Splash. Yeah. I mean, that's the right move. Yeah, absolutely. All yeah. the right moves. I feel like Ariel Taylor. Actually, no. Wait, what's her name? Linda. No, Lori Singer. Lori Singer. Yeah. I feel like she got market corrected. Linda Hamilton. She's like, Daryl Hannah came along and blew her out of the water. She was really only in one other thing, and that was The Man With One Shoe, Red Red Shoe, the Tom Hanks movie. What was it called? The Man With Red Shoe? No, it's the... Something with one red shoe. Well, she was in 38 episodes of Fame. Yeah, but that doesn't mean anything. She was in the Heartbeat uh, video by Don Johnson. Yeah, that doesn't mean anything. Heartbeat. I'm looking the for The Man it. with One Red Shoe. The oh. Tom, you've seen that movie. The Tom Hanks movie? No, I haven't. It's an 80s movie. I'll watch it. You need to watch it. Yeah. She's good in it. She's really good in it. Uh, but that's all that I remember. From the 80s, at least, that's all that I remember her for. Yeah, it's like she didn't... She was really good in this, too. Uh, yeah, I she's got that like not my type of like traditional look. Like I, she's okay. I'm not. Yeah, she's a, hu- a thinny mini. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of hers. I don't like her. I like. Give me she, Elizabeth Shoe. She would have been better. When she punched the guy in the face, I felt it. Yeah. And like she like looked and the way she talks with look now, she goes toe to toe. Yeah. Those scenes are nice. I yeah. do like those. It's like fornication. It's like you're not supposed to hear that. One can my ears hear things. Yeah. Uh, Actually, that's a really that's a yeah, not great line. Right. No, you're good. Yeah. Sarah Jessica Parker was not the first pick for um, Rusty. Rusty. What a great so, name. So Pitchford actually wrote the role. Is it Pitchford or Pitchford? Pitchford probably. Pitchford. Pitchford. Pitchford wrote the role with Tracy Nelson in mind, who was um, actually Sarah Jessica Parker's co-star in Square Pegs. Have you ever watched Square Pegs? No. It's cute. Yeah. You'd, you'd like it. TV show? Yeah. Yeah. It's right up your alley. Uh, but anyways, they auditioned her, and then they ended up going with Sarah Jessica Parker. Bacon turned down Christine for Footloose. I know. So he's not nerdy enough. Like, Keith Gordon was perfect for that. I don't know. I don't know, You man. put glasses on. When has Kevin Bacon been a nerd? I mean, Robert Downey Jr. pulled off a nerd. In what? The same movie that what's his face was in? Back to school. He's not a nerd. He's a He is absolutely a He's nerd. a cure watching uh he's an 
alternative. He's a uh, God. What's it called? Culture. All right. He's an all right. No, he's like a culture club, like Molly Ringwald come wears a, come a hat. A, come a chameleon. What's that called back then? <laughs> a nerd. Uh, let's see. He's like a freak rather than a geek. Freaks and geeks. Do you know what the original film was called before it made its way to Footloose? Loose feet. No. <laughs> cheek to cheek. <laughs> oh my God. So I guess Kevin Bacon came up with the term Footloose. I think it. Started as Footloose and Fancy Free, and then they condensed it to yeah. Footloose. Well, he said that's how he wanted to feel, yeah. and the director's like, I got it. Yeah, I got you. By the way, the director had some good stuff, too. You know, he did Steel Magnolias. Yeah, well, that's that, and uh, what else? Secret did, of My Success. He also did, uh, oh, no, I'm thinking of the first director. I'm sorry, I jumped ahead. No, they, Michael Cimino. Who they had for four months. And Deer Hunter, which Deer, I just saw. Dear God, that Deer, would be a different movie. And Heaven's Gate. So it's great that you bring this up. So the reason that he ended up getting fired was because he wanted a total rewrite of the script yep. for a quarter of a million dollars to make it darker. Yeah. So he wanted to do like Deer Hunter, the dancing movie. <laughs> yeah, this is the lightest movie of all time. It would be great if he got walking, though. Yeah, he's a hoofer. Yeah. Yeah, he could have done it. He's a professional dancer. Worked with him on Deer Hunter. <laughs> would he be the... He can't be a teenager. It'd be Why like not? The Steve Buscemi, like, hello, little, fellow little kids. Russian roulette? <laughs> no. God. He's like 35 at this time, too. No. You're 35? I'm 37, actually. I'm That's old. pretty close. I threw my back the other day. I, yeah. Why don't you tell everybody about your injury? I went sledding, and I... Stop right there. I went sledding. Because... Well, my fiance loves like sledding and yeah. outdoor sports. Yeah. So like, is it safe to say that even though like I'm the evil monster to you, I never take you places that get you stitches or hurt. <laughs> I'm not freaking out with my family saying, "Oh, look, they got Max hurt again. Couldn't do the show." I haven't told my my, my, my yeah. My parents are gonna find out that I hurt myself from this episode. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So so Lloyd, let me just tell you right now <laughs> that even though I'm not nice to Max, I'm not dragging him out places where he has five stitches sticking out of the back of his head. Three stitches. Three bright blue stitches. <laughs> yeah. I had to I had to carefully dab his head with some <laughs> antiseptic you stuff. You didn't do that. And then I, I lightly moved the headphones <laughs> to avoid the open wound on his head. I did do that. You did do that. That's right. I appreciate you. I just thought maybe other people should know. Yeah. So Meanwhile, the fiance with the life insurance policy <laughs> on Max is out there <laughs> sledding 100 miles an hour down the hill, Lloyd. I'm going to get so much crap for this. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I'd make fun of your wife. She doesn't listen to the show. No, she doesn't. <laughs> That hurts even more. I does, actually, I don't like the way that just, I was like, laughed for a second. I was like, wait a second. Is the moral of the story yeah. that you have people in your life that care about you and listen Woo! to this show? One nothing. Wow. Anyways, I hit my head, so I'm a little goofy. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, well, I went to urgent care like a smart boy. What else do you want to talk about? I kind of lost my... Chris Penn learned to dance for this movie. This is my favorite Chris Penn movie next to Best of the Best where he's 100 pounds heavier and a racist. I don't know. We just watched... Oh, God. What, what's that movie called with uh, Laurie Thompson in it? Leia Thompson. Sorry. The Wild Side. Oh, The Wild Side. Yeah, he he's, wild he's really side. good in yeah, that. Yeah, he's like yeah, yeah. Spicoli, but like a wrestler. I don't know, though. Yeah. So this is my favorite of his. His his dancing moves give me hope that one day I could dance. Because you can tell how rigid he is. Well, so the whole reason they left in the montage of Ren teaching Willard how to dance is because they were actually teaching Willard how to dance. Yeah. He uses his wrestling. Like, yeah. you can tell he, like, does the fist pump kind of thing. Yeah. He's how, if I had to dance, if someone said, like, your loved ones are going to die unless you dance, I would dance like him. I'd like to see a movie called Dancing for Your Life. <laughs> I actually, <laughs> I actually thought about this the other day. Why are in there, a world where dancing saves lives. Is there any Marvel superhero that their power is dancing? Nope. <laughs> they make everyone else dance or something? Nope. No, That'd be sir, good. There is not. But I mean, if you could have, if if there was a genie that said, "I'll give you one skill, you know, and you'll be an expert in it." Patience. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't dancing be in your top three? Uh I don't know karate. I really would love to be good. I at said karate. top three. Oh, yeah. So I got to think of two more to prove you wrong. Uh, cooking. 
I'd love to be like one of those. You're crazy, pretty good. I'm okay at cooking. Yeah. I'd love to be like okay. legit cooking. Yeah. Heart surgery. And um, <laughs> yeah, no, not surgery. I don't care about that. Uh, but dancing, we both talk hold about Hold on, hold on. Uh, <laughs> Why? You have to upset me. Archery. It's really not necessary. <laughs> so no, it wouldn't be my top three to answer your question. Dancing's cool. It'd be my fourth. So it really makes you like. I'm such a sure. <laughs> this movie makes you envious that everyone's just a cool dancer. And it's well, like, it's the classic like they're in a town where dancing's been banned for five years, and that, they're yeah, all fantastic. And prom, they're like amazing at it, right? And I love that they're they're nervous to dance at first, and then they become super professional. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, that's, that's well, you the, know, like, the magic of Hollywood. In dance. the final dance scene, they had to reshoot it, and they because they didn't like it. They did the slow mo at first. They yeah, redid the whole thing, and they found local talent, like yeah. the guy who did the robot, yeah. and like the girl who looked like she's worked a pole. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know that. That ended up costing a quarter of a million dollars. So they were that girl. Yeah, no, that trust me did not cost a quarter. She's kissed a lot of boys. Um, no, the, the reshoot cost about a quarter of a million dollars. Uh, it was not, worth it. What was the box office numbers on this movie? Eighty million on eight million. So like huge surprise hit. And uh, Roger Ebert hated it. Oh, yeah, this is not. This is not know. like it's. It's not a. It's there's no powerful acting in this movie. There, uh, outside of really Lithgow, Weiss. I, I don't know. I, I, I want to give Kevin Bacon credit. The one thing it's always there's one scene that I've always felt was like incredible. Mm. And it's the scene where he goes in front of um, the city council. Yeah. And well, do you know, he's generally freaked out by talking in front of crowds. Yeah, I was, was going to say, like, it's actually real. They had to give him a half a Valium. Yeah. And he had hives all over his ribs because he was that nervous. And I'm like, but he and I thought about it. I'm like, yeah, I guess if you're shooting a movie and you're in scenes predominantly with only one or two people. The rest of the crew's out of the picture. I could see why that's different to him than being in front of that big group of people and giving that speech on Ecclesiastes. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. So actually, you brought this up, the acting in this movie. I have a controversial take, but I really want you to think about it. All right, I will. I promise. I won't just say no because I don't like you. Okay. Is Kevin Bacon the best bad actor of all time? So I put him in that Nick Cage where he, because he emotes. Do you know what I mean? You think about him in Hollow Man when he's going through the process and he's doing all the stuff. He's never in like an Oscar worthy movie. He's always kind of just in these tremors. He's in Quicksilver. He's in these kind of fun, kind of light movies. He's never really commanding on the screen. And he always has one emotion, but he does it to the maximum and he really goes for it, but he doesn't have like levels. I think there's validity to what you're saying. Let me take a little bit of a different position. Okay. I think that in Hollywood, you can either be so beautiful or so handsome that your acting can suffer, or you could be such an incredible actor or actress that you can look like a gargoyle or it doesn't matter. Got it. The Gary Oldman. He is the split of both. Interesting. So he is. He's very good. He's unique looking. Exactly. So he's not traditionally handsome, but he's handsome. Yeah. And he's not the most amazing actor, but he's good. So he splits the difference. And I think the other thing that kills him, he didn't get any good roles until the 90s. He got roles that he could like Footloose is fun. Yeah. Friday the 13th. Look at the 90s for him. So in. He's Chip in Animal House, which is 79 or First movie, yeah. Which is great. He's Jack in Friday the 13th. He's Fenwick in Diner, so which good you just that. posted yeah. out. But then start looking at the 90s. Tremors, JFK, A Few Good Men, Apollo 13, Wild Things. All very different movies. Yeah. His performances were outstanding in all those movies. He's yeah. great. JFK, I mean, specifically for me, A Few Good Men, I loved it. He's in a movie surrounded by 
It's like the dream team. It's the basketball dream Demi team. Moore, Jordan Tom Cruise. He is Jack Nicholson. Yeah. Like he is just surrounded. He, he does. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and, and so are you going to Feinberg? I love it. Have you ever uh, listened to, oh God, what's the actor's name? Guy oh, plays? Kevin Pollack. Thank you. Have you ever listened to Pollack get interviewed about yeah. that regarding uh, Jack Nicholson no. saying Feinberg? Yeah. So there's like a total oh, Nicholson it's like, thing. It's a, it's, a, it's a very subdued anti-Semitic thing. Yeah, like, yeah I remember. Who, that, who's yeah. going to stand the wall? You, Feinberg. <laughs> And Pollock talks about when he heard that. He yeah. was just like, oh, my God. <laughs> I felt so terrible. Pollock, do you know uh, Kevin Bacon voiced Balto? I did. I didn't know that. Did, wow. So what's your favorite Kevin Bacon performance? Is it this? Mm, I have a controversial thing. I I love him. In Anim- I'd say Animal House or A Few Good Men are probably my favorites. Those are the fair answers and the right ones. For some reason for me, X-Men First Class, when he plays Sebastian he Shaw. I liked he's just great. He's I, liked just, I like him. I like evil good. Kevin Bacon. So that's actually a really good point. I like Typically, I like evil Kevin Bacon. Hollow Man. Yeah. He was a little too dark. And plus, he I like trying him. to hurt my girl. Elizabeth. <laughs> he was. What's well, he loved her that so much? That movie really surprised me. I was like not expecting it to be this like very dark kill a puppy movie. It's it exactly. caught me off guard. If you were in his shoes, you would have done verbatim what he did in that movie. <laughs> That's really unfair. I don't, I don't appreciate the implication of what you're saying. The implication. Uh, no, because your boat. No, that's what I'm saying. No, 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 no. It's your boat. So, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, it's good to have you back, Max. It's yep. good to have you back. Before we go any further, why don't we take a moment for some uh, words from our sponsors? Buzz in the Tower is also brought to you by Doby Real Estate. You can find them at weardoby.com. I would never want to buy a house in a town where dance was outlawed, so I think that's the first reason you got to have the right real estate agent. You got to check those local ordinances. Boldly, nope, that's no, not that's this. not the same. <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome back. If you want to find the right house or if you want to sell the house that you're in, it's important to have the right person working with you. And that's where Adobe Real Estate comes in. They've got experts that are going to guide you through the process. You tell them what you're looking for in a house, they're going to find it. So obviously, if you tell them you have a love for dance, you're not going to, what was this, Indiana? Uh, It's based on Oklahoma. Yeah, but what was it in the movie, Max? The movie. Yeah, let me look it up. No, don't look it up. Adobe Real Estate is going to be your friend, not like Max, who can't remember simple facts. It's great to have you back. Reach out to them today. Let them know that Buzz in the Tower sent you. $400 million in sales in 2021. Over 1,000 homes sold. They're the best. Work with the best. Settle for nothing less. Those are some wonderful ads. As always. always. So the other thing, too, I kind of, I don't know how to say this the right way because I don't want you to take this the wrong way. I kind of missed you last week when I had a couple mm. facts about Big. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God, Max would love this fact. So the one was Penny Marshall shot all of the scenes that were going to be with Tom Hanks as an adult with the kid. Yeah. And I thought that was incredible. This movie, Kevin Bacon went to a high school. Yep. The only people that knew about this were the guidance counselor and the principal. And he enrolled in that high school as a student. He lasted three hours and was like, I'm going home because he was treated just like Ren was. Oh, good. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, they were terrible to him. Yeah. Because if you like, that's why I always think it's so funny. So many actors and actresses, not all of them. Some are just captain of the football team, captain of the cheerleaders. Yeah, Kevin Bacon seems kind of like a normal dude. A lot of them, though, Hollywood people are like small with really big heads. I'm not like, yep. not, I mean, like actual literal no, no, big yeah. heads. Yeah. And they're awkward and they're artsy fartsy drama people. Yeah. And high school is not exactly the like happiest place for those kind of people. <laughs> no, you beat up those kids. You do. You really do. No, so, you yeah, did. I did not. I was, I was a football player. Half of high school, I may have been that way. Yeah. But my junior and senior year, I was quite the nice gentleman. <laughs> I wasn't the bully that you see in front of you today. Bacon pays DJs at weddings. 
weddings not to play Footloose. Incredible. Which I think is great. Well, because he didn't, he had five stunt doubles. Yeah. He was pissed about that. Yeah. He thought that he could do everything from the barn gymnastics. All right. Let, let, this is a great segue <laughs> for a minute. Yeah. Part of the reason that it's very hard for me to take this movie serious because <laughs> the bad stunt doubleness. The nothing. Nope. Take the stunt doubles out of it. Okay. I don't care about that. The entire scene at the at that factory or the mill that he worked at. Yeah. Is probably never, the mo- never, it's, it's, never, it's, never. The most, it's the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in my life. I love it. Part of my inability to truly lean into this movie and say it's great is because I'm not the only person that recognizes the absurdity of that entire scene. So if, if you forgot what that scene is, he's upset. He's mad. He's angry. He's got to go blow off some He's steam. in the Volkswagen buggy. Well, because they just threw a brick through the window of, yeah. his, of his cousin's house <laughs> and it hit, hit the poor girl when she was sleeping. And he's being yelled at. Am I, no, am I right? Is that when he bailed? No, it's not. That's I'm when wrong. Ariel's mean to him, right? It's, nope. I'm, I totally blew it. That's not when it is. It's when his uncle is like, so I've been hearing from the school that you're into some trouble and you know i know i'm not your dad he goes that's right you're not my dad and then he storms (laughs) off and gets in his car because i'm mad at my dad i know when my dad and i used to fight this is what i would think that i should do is go grab my little vw yellow bug and the tightest jeans and the tightest (laughs) jeans which were made extra tight you read about that right yeah Yeah, they made them extra tight for dance purposes of course let's go with the sweater unbelievable and then i'd grab a couple beers and just go to and, and just smoke and drink and dance and strip and do lots of gymnastics. Yeah, some gymnastics. And leap 10, 15 feet into the air with no visible trampoline. <laughs> the best part is definitely when he has the shirt and he's like shimmying it back and absurd. forth while he's moving backwards. This this scene has been parodied so much. I don't even think I got all the parodies, but I want to go through the list of them. So let me start with him parodying himself. Have you seen the whole Jimmy Fallon show? Like no. Kevin Bacon thing? It's incredible. I'm not even going to... Basically, he pokes fun at himself and does the entire never, never, never dance. And then he does the footloose with like a whole set of people onto the set of oh my God. Jimmy Fallon. But let me tell you about the parody part. Have you seen the movie Hot Rod with Andy Samper? Yeah. Do you remember? You don't remember? No, I don't remember the footloose. <laughs> So what is this? Is I just remember Cool Beans. Is cool it, Beans. It's, is it his dad or his uncle that needs the surgery? I, I can't remember who it was. Like some, He needs like a procedure and he's like trying to get <laughs> money for him. It's, it's the dude from uh, John Wick. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if it's his dad or his uncle. I don't remember. But, but <laughs> They I do, beat I, each other up a lot. Yeah. So he, he's like, you're never going to be able to do it. He goes, I am going to do it. And I'm going to save you and I'm going to beat the crap out of you when I'm done. <laughs> and then he like storms off. He's like, are you okay? He goes, I need to go to my quiet place. And he goes on his little scooter that he has, yeah. his hot rod, into the middle of the forest. And the song never, never starts playing. And he goes through the entire thing. That's amazing. He, But in this version of it, he gets on like that, uh, the like the, the horse thing for gymnastics with like the two grips. Yeah. And there's one in the middle of the woods and he starts <laughs> doing that. At the very end of it, he eats it and goes down a hill. A very similar like family guy. Like, Ooh, ah, ah. On, the, on the knee. <sighs> so that's one parody for you. The family guy. Um, the family guy parody when he's driving and he does a flashback and he's like, whenever I get, this is uh Peter, whenever I get angry, I do some footloose dancing. <laughs> he recreates almost the whole scene. And then while he's recreating the scene, it does a flashback of to, him. <laughs> to, no, just like it does in the movie. It's Ariel. Oh yeah. It's the actual flashback. No from that. Yeah, <laughs> I love when they do that. It's absurd. Uh, Bob's burger, Jimmy in the warehouse. Makes me feel like I'm dancing. Pent up feelings. Footloose. Don't tell me not to dance, Dad. <laughs> American Dad. There's a whole episode where he Roger gets the fake nose. Yeah, oh, Kevin Bacon's nose. So have yeah. you seen it? So he does the angry dance, but they don't get the Footloose song. They make up like a parody song. Oh, really? Yeah, some weird other he song. Has, I'll give them credit. They do the right emotion in the face. They do exactly what Kevin yeah, Bacon's looking like. amazing. Yeah. Robot Chicken. They do a Charlie Brown uh, episode where Ren McCormick shows up to Charlie Brown's school and they're all hanging out and having a, a dance rehearsal. And then Snoopy does the angry dance again to another fake song. They didn't want to license the original song. Where do we go from there? 
Oh my god, I missed one. What? I missed one of the best ones. What? Hot shots? I, no. No, they do a parody of I, I'm ga- I was just guessing. No, Rick and Morty. Raising Gazorpazorp. He does the oh, yeah, whole you're right. thing. Yeah. He throws the beer at the ground. Yeah, Morty's son. And they make up a song. Yeah. But yeah, that's another one. Can't Sweet. believe I forgot that. What other facts do you have, Max? Uh, 150 shoes were used in the opening scene. I thought that was really neat. I, that's a great first scene, by the way. Just people dancing and you're expressing yourself by your shoes. And I think it was all the crew and like... Kenny Loggins it, yeah. is the gold shoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Isn't that cool? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's just really brilliant, smart things done for a very silly movie in this. Like... The tractor racing I thought was really unique. And then it becomes cool because he's got his foot stuck with the shoelace. Yeah, but you watch how he's stuck. He's like so dramatically. This, <laughs> yeah. is, this is what I mean about it's hard to buy into this movie sometimes. But the scene where John Lithgow finally lets them have the dance and then the I'm Free by Kenny Loggins. Don't tell me like this movie and Vision Quest are the two with the Elmo speech and then with Lithgow letting them have the dance where I got chills unexpectedly from a movie. I wasn't it like hit me like a sledgehammer. I, this is where we'll agree. Yeah. There's in particular when he has when Ren goes to visit Lithgow. Oh yeah, and they show him the picture of his kid, and yeah. and then he leaves. Yeah, and you get the reconciliation of Ariel and uh, Reverend uh, Shaw Moore. Reverend Shaw Moore. You get their reconciliation, and she says just about the sweetest damn thing. I don't know that I believe in everything you believe in, but I believe in you. Yeah, that's great. That's isn't a it? great line. Yeah, I love that. No, so that's I a, agree. That's yeah. a touchy good part. Or also, I mean, that I'm free song I'm talking about. It's like, how are our kids ever going to be trustworthy if we don't trust them? I totally like, agree. Th- you should say that to your kids. No, say it tonight. I don't trust them, no. and they don't trust me either. That's fair. There's the lack of trust. Do you in have our GPS house. tracking on them? No, I just follow them wherever they go. Really? In your yeah. in your Ford Lightning? That's right. Yeah. The other uh, this is completely obscure and not really relevant to anything, but I just have it in my notes because I think it's funny. When that one guy in the town who's the worst, he's basically a Nazi. He wants to burn books and he's constantly saying, oh, yeah, he's the worst. He's debating with Reverend Moore about getting rid of books and everything else. Finally, like he shuts him down and then he goes, do I get a cookie? (laughs) And he just says it like so angrily to these like kids. And I'm like, there's no transition from the anger of his speech to that. Go back and listen to it. It's very aggressive. Do I get a cookie? It's like in uh, Jaws when when they tell him it's a tiger shark and he goes, the what? You know what I'm talking about? It's nothing like that, but I know what you're talking about. And I saw a TikTok about the it. The what? <laughs> what? 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 <laughs> but Travolta turned this down. Yeah. He would have uh, been. Did he turn it down? Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Offered but turned down. I knew I knew he was up for it. I didn't remember if he turned it down or not. I think he's too greaseball. Huh, jeez. <laughs> yeah. We're going to go dance. <laughs> well, you walking it up so bad. Hey, hey. What's this I see? I thought this was a party. Let's dance. <laughs> Do you know uh, Lithgow and Weist were only 12 and 9 years older than the rest of the cast? Addition, yeah, same with... Uh, they feel like they're 30 years older. The woman who played uh, Ren's mom was she, only like 10 or 12 years older than... Francis Lee was. McCain. Yeah, yeah. You know, she's uh, she's Stella Baines from Back to the Future. She's Lynn Peltzer from Gremlins. And she's Miss Lachance from Stand By Me. I did. So she's pretty mom She makes her way around. Yeah. She kisses a lot of boys. She's Yeah, she does. Because she's usually <laughs> a single mom. There you go. <laughs> Jesus, Matt. Well, I mean... Calm down. Just before you say yep. something dumb. There you go. Thank down. you. Thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> Not that you're dumb. You're yeah. a wonderful guy. We all love you and you're in a safe place. Jeez. So is this the best uh, kind and understanding lift gal? I'll give you the other options. So you have World Harry of Harry and the Hendersons. Yeah, that's a good one. That's the best one. That's about, the most kind and understanding. What about Terms of Endearment? He's not, I mean, he's kind of stealing her away, right? No, you got to go Harry and the Hendersons. What about is, World According to Garp? He's pretty good in that. He is. Yeah. 
Um, actually, he's great in those Mel Gibson, Will Ferrell movies uh, about. Oh Seth yeah, Ed. Daddy's he's, Home. Daddy's Home. He's great in that. That's like me and my dad's relationship. He also is really good in um, the sequel to Knocked Up. Uh, this is Forty. Is that what it's called? He's in that. He plays What's Her Face's dad. No way! I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's he's very cold and detached, yeah. but he's funny. At it. But wait, who is he in the campaign? I saw he was in the campaign. I can't remember. Oh, I don't remember. Yeah. Uh, for the life of me, I can't I know, remember. right? Well, we're moving over to characters, which is fine. I'm, yeah. Unless you have any other facts, we can move over to characters. Uh, let me see. Oh, this was really cool. I think we talked about this when we talked about Flashdance. Kevin Bacon's dance double, Peter Tram, was married to Maureen Jahan, who was a dance double for Jennifer, Jennifer Beals in Flashdance. I didn't know that. Isn't that cool? Small world, Max. Yeah. Small world. I bet they have the danciest kid ever. So Herbert Ross directed this movie. We already talked about that he did Steel Magnolias. Um, By the way, is My Blue Heaven good? I haven't yes, seen it. Yes, it's amazing. It's Henry Hill. I, I love, Yeah. I love, love, love. Okay, I'll watch this week. My Blue Heaven. Yeah. Is it anything like Goodfellas or not even Nothing. close? <laughs> yeah. But like it's, it's the you, same guy. Well, yeah, I know because you know that the story is that that's supposed to be Henry the, Hill. Yeah, but it's 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 nothing like Goodfellas. Okay, but it's, it, but it's incredible. Okay, you gotta watch it. Got it. It's Steve Martin and Rick Moranis just putting on a show. Sweet. It's I, didn't really Rick, I didn't know Rick Moranis. Yeah, I didn't know Rick Moranis. I didn't know Rick Moranis. Yeah. I didn't know Rick Moranis. <laughs> I'm not gonna be able to do this. Can I please leave this in? <laughs> please. I didn't know Rick Moranis was in it. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be leaving all that. Yeah, in. go right, for I really it. I don't want to edit that out. <laughs> yes, Mar- <laughs> Rick Moranis is in it. Yeah. All right, good. What were we talking? Oh, yeah, My Blue Heaven. Yeah, yeah you got to watch it. You'll yeah. love it. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, Joan, C- Joan Cusack is also in it, and she's really good. I do like her. Uh, at least I think it's her. Yeah. Uh, who knows? I, the Rick Moranis thing really threw me for a loop. It's really good to have <laughs> you me back. For it's a really, loop. really good to have you back. Did Bruce have any moments like this? Nope. Uh-huh. I don't know anyone alive who has moments like that, my friend. Seriously? Some people get so nervous they can't talk. Dean Pitchford wrote Footloose and co-wrote the songs for the soundtrack as well. Great soundtrack. So he wrote the Footloose song for Kenny Loggins, Let's Hear It for the Boy for Denise Williams, Almost Paradise uh, by Mike Reno and Ann Wilson. He co-wrote... Dancing in the Sheets, Shalimar, I'm Free, Kenny Loggins, Holding Out for a Hero, Bonnie Taylor, and had those two Oscar nominations and won the Oscar for Best Song for Fame. Yep. That's going back to fame fame now and not this. He's a talented dude. Kevin Bacon, Ren McCormick, Chip from Animal House. We talked about all of his roles as well. We really did. We did did a good uh, I think we covered a lot of these. Yeah. Lori Singer, we talked about her. Um, The only two, or I should say the only two, Chris Penn. This is for sure his most likable role. I love him in The Best of the Best, but you just can't ignore he's just like an overweight karate dude who's yeah. super racist. All the right moves, he's really fun. Let's talk about Weiss and Lithgow. Okay. Because we didn't really talk much about their respective careers, at least during the 80s. So this is my favorite Weiss performance. Oh, I don't know. Parenthood for me is my favorite Weiss performance. Well, in this one, she's so quiet, but when she gives her speeches, you really listen. Do you know what I mean? Like, And also her facial reactions to things like really kind of let you know in the movie, how you should be feeling. She's great. I'm not saying she's not great, but dude, like... And long-haired Weast. Remember, I know, but remember in Parenthood when she is talking to her daughter about, like, you're there and you can't bail now. Yeah. And, and you got to pull it together and be his wife. And- I think that's terrible advice. <laughs> Keanu Reeves clearly has a death wish and he's an idiot. He's not an idiot. He's drag racing because he doesn't want to be a painter. Don't bring that guy to my house. Yeah, I guess not, right? <laughs> well, maybe he's Keanu Reeves, maybe. I am an FBI. <laughs> no, you're not. So I've got her in, God, she's in a ton of movies, but I don't remember all these. I guess I'll just talk about the ones I remember. Uh, Lost Boys, she's Lucy, the mom. Yeah. Par- Parenthood, she's Helen. She's Peg and Edward Scissorhands. That's right. Yeah. I totes forgot about that. Bright Lights, Big City. Cops. She's- yep. Cops and Robertsons. I mean, no one hates Diane Weist. No. Yeah. I am Sam. What was she in I am Sam? 
She was Sam. No, she wasn't. She was Annie. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember who Annie was. Okay. Uh, why don't we go to Lithgow? Please. So Lithgow, I think, is the most versatile actor of this generation. I would he say go crazy it, to sensitive. Is he the most irreplaceable character in this movie? I think you could live without Bacon. Yeah, you're right. I don't think you could live without Lithgow. Yeah, because the thing is, you expect him to be evil the whole movie, and then halfway through, he does the turn. He does a great job of evil. Yeah, I would say. Well, not evil. You antagonist. He's you the antagonist. You understand where he's coming from, and you learn because he lost his son. By the way, that that picture of him he shows with his son—that's his actual son. Oh, cool. Yeah, there's something about him as a preacher being like commanding and intense, and also trying to figure out his relationship with his daughter and listening to his wife and being respectful. Like it's a full spectrum. It's a full fleshed out person. Do you know what I often forget about Lithgow until I go to his IMDb page what? and it jumps off the page at me <laughs> lord john warfin dr emilio lazardo <laughs> the adventures of buckaroo bonsai yeah, we electrocute i know skill. i always forget that he's in that and it's like the best so the absolute best can you promise me you'll do one thing this week you have to watch ricochet i've seen ricochet okay with uh uh what's his Denzel name washington, washington. Yeah. yeah he's incredible he's the bad guy yeah. i've seen it a hundred times he, he's like, got that weird other guy with him from yeah. prison yeah that's, what, that's like one of my favorite how, how have we not talked about ricochet yeah yeah okay yes i'll do your promise okay <laughs> the fact that he does like a sword fight with jesse ventura yeah. in a prison cafeteria he's great. and he wins uh bz from the santa claus yeah. <laughs> blowout he's nuts cliffhanger he's great yeah he's the harry and the hendersons cliffhanger he's the second best die hard imitation there is all right you know doing the impression yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. of hans gruber uh, maybe Jeremy, Jeremy Irons in uh, Die Hard 3. And then you got Third Rock from the Sun, where he's just hilarious. Did you ever get into that show? Because I, I used to it. watch it quite yeah, a bit. Yeah, all the time. He's really funny. Um, did you ever see the TV movie, Don Quixote? No. <laughs> it's, he was decent in that, too. Okay. And Dexter, he's Trinity Killer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All and right. have you watched The Old Man? No. It's Jeff Bridges as like a retired CIA agent who still can kill people. Okay. And uh, Lithgow is kind of his CIA contact who's like trying to kill him, but also help him. It's really good. It's just them two like just cooking. Cool. Yeah. Uh, I think that's all I got. Uh, who, yeah. I don't have a whole lot either. Is there anything else we want to cover? This is a fun light movie. I was glad I came back for it. I am too. Well, I'm not glad no, you came yeah. back, but you know, you're back. So foot loose. Caboose. Spank a 10 foot moose. <laughs> Max, on that note, why don't we head on over to our Buzz in the Tower fan spotlight? Max, today's Buzz in the Tower fan spotlight is Ben Steerick from Unfazed Review. You can check out either of his YouTube channels at Unfazed Review 5158 or Unfazed Frights 7680. Or you can just search Unfazed Review on YouTube. And you can also find him on Instagram at Unfazed Review. Very cool stuff. Ben is committed to talking about music, movies, and life. Sound familiar? Yeah. Except you don't know how to talk about life because you don't have a life. Boom. Roasted. <laughs> the the Andy Samberg doing the roast at, yeah. uh, who was it? Yeah, it was, uh, I know you're talking about. <clears throat> it's like, is this a Starbucks? Because this roast just got dark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's insulting himself. Who's the guy who... It's uh, James Franco. <clears throat> That's right. Mr. Franco. He, he's not so... Because I have mom issues. <laughs> you are a handsome man. <laughs> Boom. Fire. <laughs> so Ben does tons of reviews, data, information, input. Input. Some input. So please check him out. Let's hear what he had to say about Footloose. Hey, this is Ben Steerick from Unfazed Review. Thank you so much for having me on the podcast, guys. So Footloose 1984. What do I think of first? The first scene that comes to mind that I remember seeing as a kid was Kevin Bacon, the Baconator, dancing and letting out all his frustrations in that warehouse. He starts dancing like a madman, starts doing all these crazy gymnastics, 
And essentially he turns into Spider-Man in that scene. And it's an absolute classic scene. That's the very first thing that comes to mind when I think of Footloose. Second thing that comes to mind is the great John Lithgow. What a versatile actor, man. I'm sure you guys have already talked about this or you're going to talk about it. But that dude is just incredible. He has such range. That's the same guy from Third Rock from the Sun. When you watch that, when you think of him as that preacher in Footloose, just imagine him as a bad guy on Cliffhanger or the villain in Dexter or this goofy, lovable guy from Third Rock from the Sun. I mean, he just has so much range. It's remarkable, really. The third thing that I think of is the song itself, Footloose by Kenny Loggins. Kenny Loggins, that amazing maestro of 80s hits. I think about going to bars and how they still play the song Footloose to this day, especially in country bars. Now, 90% of the other music they play in the bars is probably going to be pretty horrendous these days, but I know if they throw on Footloose, I'm going to dance, baby. Anyway, Footloose for me is a four out of five star film, just a really perfect mid-80s movie, and it's a lot of fun. I think you should watch it if you haven't seen it. Nailed it. How can you not love Lithgow? I mean, that's, that's to me, the unifying fact of this movie. I feel like people are more likely to jump on the Lithgow bandwagon on this movie than on the Kevin Bacon one. But he also said he loved the uh, dancing scene. I know. Yeah. Most of the dancing isn't even him, though. Uh. I'm just saying. Ben, thank you again. And to all of our listeners, please check Ben out on Instagram at Unfazed Review or YouTube unfazed review well max that concludes the show a reminder to everyone to please go to any podcast player that exists and you can find buzz in the tower you can follow subscribe or leave a review we invite you to do all three if you need more content go to any social media platform and check out at buzz in the tower our website is buzzinthetower.com b-u-z-z-n the tower where you can get officially licensed merchandise i also will invite you to head on over to patreon.com slash buzz in the tower where you can join our secret society of wingmen and Wing women. Stonehenge. Co-pilots. We do. We do. Stonehengers? Yeah. Stonehenge. Simpsons. Yeah. I remember Stonehengers. Stonehengers? I don't know what it is. It's Stonehengers or Stonehengers. I just remember Stonecutters. Like, yeah, the Stonecutters. That's yeah. it. Who put money in Max's pocket? <laughs> we do. We do. Good work, Max. Thank you. Uh, I got nothing else other than that except welcome back to the show and uh, Lloyd and Selena. I hope this was a lot better. <laughs> so, can I, I actually have a quote ready for this one. Oh, ready? man. What do you got? How do you want to close this one out? <clears throat> I'm told that the senior class at the high school has gotten used to the warehouse and basin for the purpose of putting on a senior dance. Please join me to pray to the Lord to guide them in their endeavors. And you did it on your first take. Amen. I'm, I'm impressed. I'm impressed. Amen. Oh, you got to one-up me and now find a quote? No, I don't have a quote. I knew what I was going to do from the beginning. You're playing so cool. <laughs> Obeying every rule. That's all I got, Max. Have a great week. I'll see you next week. Bye. You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go.